0: hey y'all welcome to recharting your life with hope i'm your host hope cook i created this podcast to help women who have amazing careers on paper and yet something is missing. You're feeling out of alignment or directionless. Maybe you're no longer motivated or excited about how you spend your days. On top of all that, I'm guessing you feel guilty because you're not more grateful for your job. And maybe you even wonder how you can possibly keep going doing this for another 10, 15, or 20 years when you can barely make it through Wednesday. Let me tell you, I've been there After 20 years with a rewarding career as a physician assistant, I could not figure out what was wrong with me. I felt pulled in a new direction but didn't know what that was. A series of books and conversations led me to a life-changing decision to cut way back on my day job and become a life coach. My passion became helping other women figure out what it is they want to do and map out a path to get there. So listen weekly for tips and tools you can use to chart your own journey. What is life coaching and do you need it? Maybe you find yourself thinking that while you're listening to this podcast. Well, I can tell you life coaching changed my life and I had had years of therapy. I mean, years of therapy. Therapy um, helped with a lot of, you know, figuring out what my issues were. And then therapists a lot of times give advice. I don't give advice. What a life coach does is helps you figure out where you're stuck, where you're not happy, why you're not happy. And then we help you move forward, like map it out, come up with tools that'll help you. You're accessing your own inner wisdom, I know, it makes my job so easy because we each have that own inner wisdom. If you're curious about life coaching, let's do a complimentary discovery call. It is so much fun, and I think you'll be blown away. I mean, really, even 30 minutes, it's going to gonna rock your world. So let's try it. Come on over to CoachHopeCook.com, and that's where you schedule your complimentary discovery call. Hey y'all, today I have an exciting episode planned for us. So we are going to talk about dreams. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. All right, so dreams. If you are at the point in your journey where you're like, I am not dreaming because I'm just drowning, I'm overwhelmed, um, something just happened, and it could be something that's good it could be that you just had a baby it could be that you just got a new job and you're like i can't be dreaming right now i just started this new job but if you're at the phase where you are dreaming this is called square two of the change cycle there's four squares and it's it's helpful to know where you are in the change cycle because then you're not putting undue pressure on yourself you're um you sort of know what to expect and you're not taken by surprise when Uh, different things happen in that particular uh, square of the change cycle. The change cycle, I heard about it from Martha Beck. She um, talks about it in her book, Finding Your Own North Star. And I also learned about it in the Wayfinder Life Coaching Program. That's not what we're talking about, though. We're talking about dreaming. So if you're at the stage where you can actually think ahead and you think, wouldn't it be cool if blank? So this is this is for you, you people who are in the wouldn't it be cool if stage. Um, I was talking to a client just last week and she has a job in a clinic. Um, she works in healthcare. It's very busy, very stressful. And she let it slip that her dream job would be a full time fiction writer. And this immediately made me think of like Sue Mock Kid. You know, she wrote The Secret Life of Bees and a lot of other cool books, but she was a nurse before she followed the call to become a writer. And she writes about this in her book, When the Heart Waits. That is an excellent book if you're at the stage where you're like, I don't know what's going on with me, but I've started having all these thoughts. Um, that create, seem to create dissatisfaction with my current life. And I have all these weird desires to do things differently. So if you're at that stage, When the Heart Waits is a really good book. So I asked my client if she had ever told anybody she wanted to be a writer besides me. And she said, not really. I mean, I'm not really good. And I said, how do you know you're not good? And she's like, well, I mean, I just write for fun. Okay, let me pause here and say that not all hobbies are meant to become your career. For some, making um, a living out of your hobby would put so much pressure on you that it would suck the joy out of whatever it is that you love doing. Um, For other people, the idea of spending all day doing what they love would be a dream come true you don't have to know right now you don't have to if you have an interest in pottery you don't have to like know that you want to be a potter or that you don't want to be a potter like just for now we're just going to sort of follow our curiosity and admit that we have a dream so that's what this episode is about just admitting it and what happens when you do all kind of juicy things will come up Um, For my client, I said, have you you ever written it down, like journaled about it? Because there is a lot of power in writing. I know most statistics are probably made up, but I have heard the statistic 30% of dreams that are written down will come true. And to me, that sounds realistic. I feel like if you believe in it enough to write it down, yeah, it seems like about a third of those would come true. Um, Some people will say like, throw it out to the universe. My mom would say, well, don't call it the universe, call it God, just ask God what you want. However you see it, there's power in writing it down and speaking it because you're claiming it, you're owning it. I don't know if y'all have ever read The Alchemist. It's another good book. Paulo Coelho says, And when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you achieve it. I love that because it's not all up to you. It's not like everything rests on your shoulders. It's, um, you know, the universe will conspire in helping you achieve it. I thought about starting this podcast for probably two years before I verbalized it. I told two friends we would always swap podcast and I told him about my dream. Um, and of course, they were encouraging. He, I don't think I even told my husband because I don't know. Some things he's encouraging about, other things he would want to know like, well, have you researched this? He's a researcher. I'm a quick start. He's a researcher. So just pausing here to say you got to be careful who you share your dreams with because if they think about things differently than you do they're going to have a lot of questions and they're going to start um creating this doubt in your brain like my mom she means well but she's always like i'm just being realistic hope and so if i'd said mom i want to start a podcast she would probably have said oh, well that <laughs> hope how do you know anything about podcasting isn't the equipment so expensive don't you have to pay a lot of money to have a podcast who do you think's going to listen to your podcast And she's just being realistic, but it would start to create doubt in my brain. Um, But once I verbalized to those two friends that I wanted to start a podcast, things started happening. Um, There was a podcast that I listened to all the time and she didn't, the podcast host, did an episode on how to start your own podcast. And then another girl I haven't talked to in 10 years texted me about something and I found out she had a podcast. So I asked her, like, how did you start it? And she told me about uh, Pat, Pat, somebody who has all these YouTube videos on how to start a podcast. Um And then I was like, you know, it wouldn't hurt to look at Amazon and look at like how much the equipment is because in my brain, it was insurmountable. Like I was going to have all this audio equipment and it was going to be thousands of dollars. It turns out the microphone was under a hundred, the headphones, probably $80. And then the podcast platform was free. I use Anchor. So anyway. And then another serendipitous thing happened, and this is what you'll see if you can speak or write your dream. Um, I was in this accountability group that had nothing to do with podcasting, and there were, there are, we still meet, there are five of us in there, and two of them had their own podcast. So they were able to encourage me and tell me what they'd learned and how to, how to do it. Um when I mentioned all this stuff to my client, she immediately started talking about, there's no way I can quit my job and become a writer. And I was like, no, 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 I don't think you should quit. I'm not saying you should quit your job because that's not going to magically make you a best-selling author. Um, but by just telling me that you love writing and that one day you would love to write fiction books, you're setting something in motion. Um, I also, like I said, encouraged her to write it down. Jim Carrey, y'all have, I may have told y'all this. He he told Oprah this in an interview, but um, in 1985, he was an unknown actor. And he said in an interview later that he dreamt, dreamt of walking down the street and being recognized as an actor. And this was before anybody knew who he was. And... To put it in writing, he wrote himself a check for $10 million and he wrote that it was for acting services rendered. Okay, so 10 years go by. He's like getting all these tiny little parts in movies or commercials, but nothing major. Barely making enough money to get by. And then 10 years later, 1995, he receives a check for $10 million For dumb and dumber for acting services rendered. How cool is that? So, by writing himself that check, he was telling his subconscious that he believed it was possible. And if you believe something is possible, don't you think this is going to change your thoughts? So, you're going to be like, I can do this. I am an amazing actor. And then we all know, because I've said this, that your thoughts will determine your actions. So then he would probably go out for parts that, even if he weren't uh, self-confident enough to go out for them, or he would put his name out there, introduce himself to people. Um, So your actions are what make up your life. So if you change your thoughts, you're going to change your actions. All right, so here's some steps I came up with. First of all, and we don't ask ourselves this often enough, what do you really want? Pause there. What do you really, really want? If you had unlimited resources and you didn't care what anybody thought, what would you do? Number two, why don't you think you deserve it? So this may not be the issue with you, but I see this so often with clients and with me. We have dreams. Maybe we don't even mind speaking them and telling people about them. But we have this little nagging part in our brain that doesn't think we deserve it. We think, why should I get X, Y, and Z? Who do I think I am to become blank? Um, This is an excellent place to do coaching because these are called limiting beliefs. So whenever you did number one, what do you really, really want? I want you to remember, think back, what was the first thing that popped into your head? Like if you said, I really wanna be a stage actress, you know, what was the first thing that popped into your head? Like, what, who do you think you are? Um, I've told y'all this, that I tried out for plays when I was a little kid and this was before I had an ego, I think, because I didn't care what people thought and I had no singing ability. I had to go in and this lady played a piano and I had to sing Row, Row, Row Your Boat and Twinkle, Twinkle. This was to try out for the part of Annie, which I did not get, um... But if I'd waited until I was a teenager, my thoughts would have been like, oh, heck no, I suck as a singer. I cannot get up there in front of everybody. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, think back to what your first, um, what your mind balked at. And then I recommend doing some work around this. So one of my favorite new things to do is it is safe for me to whatever. It is safe for me to dream. It is safe for me to have curiosity around things. It is safe for me to explore. It's safe for me to take action. My daughter um, had a, a class assignment when she started fifth grade a few weeks ago, and it was bring in a paper bag with things that um, sort of exemplify who you are. And so she said, I want to be president. So I'm going to put in a dollar because one day my face is going to be on a dollar bill or whatever. And I could have said, now Holly, you can barely do your multiplication flashcards. I mean, this is kind of an exaggeration. She can, but you know, who do you think you are wanting to become president? But I didn't. I was like, that is a fantastic idea. Let's do it. All right. Number three, remember the how and the why aren't up to you. I say this all the time to people I know and also to clients. They'll say, but, but how's that going to happen? But, you know, and they have all these buts. The how and the why are not up to you. All you have to know are the, is the what. What, do you, what. What's in your heart? What do you dream of? What do you really, really want? Number four, ask yourself, what's holding you back? What is holding you back? I'll get to this in a little while as far as excuses. But if you can really um, answer from a place deep inside, what's holding you back? I think you'll, you'll get some insightful answers. Number five, if you did know the next step, what would it be? I love this question because people will say, I don't know. I just don't know. And I'll say, but if you did know, what would the next step be? Um, Number six, I like to think of dreams as seeds were planted a long time ago. These seeds are there for a reason and you shouldn't ignore them. Um, Paulo Coelho, another quote from The Alchemist says, whoever you are or whatever it is that you do, when you really want something, it's because that desire originated in the soul of the universe. It's your mission on earth. Isn't that he has such a way with words, the soul of the universe. All right. Number 7. Remember, you're the one driving the bus. You get to decide. We give our power away by not taking action. Not taking action is the same thing as deciding. If my client decides she's not going to write, or not even decides, if my client just doesn't write, she is going to, she's like telling the universe, I know I have this deep desire to write, but no thank you, I pass and this is um oh i wanted to tell y'all this is the coolest story so i don't know if you've heard about liz gilbert you know she wrote eat pray love and she's a wonderful writer and she says that if you that uh there's an expiration on our dreams if we don't act on them so she had this idea for a novel that would be set in the amazon jungle and she had kind of the plot outlined but it she didn't she never did it she just kind of had the idea she was too busy doing other stuff and she never wrote the book and she says she set her inspiration aside and it was like a lover left too long taken for granted um it might okay this is the funny part so ann patchett is another author and liz gilbert swears that her idea migrated to ann patchett who Started writing a novel set in the Amazon jungle with a very similar plot, and Liz Gilbert had never spoken about her plot. She says, "I don't think Anne Patchett copied it at all. I think that it was like you know an idea that migrated to Anne's mind." Um, she says, "If we don't engage with our creative ideas, they'll go looking for other willing collaborators." Wow. Okay, let's see. I like to also think of our dreams as like gardens. So if you water and you fertilize them, they're more likely to happen. We tend to go through life thinking that things accidentally happen. Um, Have you ever had someone say like, um, They'll say, I, you know, I just suddenly realized that this job wasn't for me and I, you know, got fired. Or suddenly we found ourselves in the middle of a divorce. This is not, this may be how our brains think about it, but things don't just suddenly happen. You are the one driving the bus of your life. Where do you want the bus to go? Don't be asleep at the wheel. Um, let's see excuses. Oh, this is a good one. This is a really good one because I use excuses too, but are you playing the blame game? So I blamed not starting the podcast on my Southern accent. I was like, people won't be able to understand me. They'll make fun of me. Um, I don't have the most perfect grammar, so I can't submit articles. Um, but these were excuses. Another big group that I see get blamed for clients not following their dreams would be their families, so their husband or spouse, um, their kids, and they're like, my kids are little, I just want to appreciate this time. Yeah, but you're, you're putting the blame of not following your dreams on your kids. You don't have to like leave home and leave your family, but you can still pursue your dream while you're being a great mom. So ask yourself if you have this sort of subconscious belief that I can't be a wonderful mom, spouse, whatever and do whatever it is your dream is. Um let's see. I've took down notes but um what benefits are you getting by not taking action? Okay, think about that. There's usually a benefit that you're getting to not acting on your dream in the case of my client when I asked her this she said well if I don't write I won't ever find out that I'm not a good writer if I don't put myself out there which is so true and I appreciate her being honest Um, plus she could stay in her comfort zone she can play it safe she um she could stay in her job you know Um, The other thing, let's see, I think I skipped over one of these. Oh, taking your dream seriously. This is kind of part of the nourishing it. So Elizabeth Gilbert also said, this is so funny, that she dresses up for her dream. She dresses up for writing. She takes a shower for it. She shows up. She says she seduces it. Um, She even wears lipstick for her writing. After I read that, I started making it a point to dress I mean, dress up is um, kind of an exaggeration. But instead of wearing pajamas or my sweaty exercise clothes, I will take a shower, put on normal clothes. I don't sit in a beanbag chair anymore like I did forever with writing. I sit in a desk chair. Um, I try to have my desk all tidy. So, yeah, how are you showing up for your dream? And then my favorite and final question What is it costing you not to take action? Think about that. So when I asked my client this, she said very softly, I'll always wonder. Like that's what it's costing her. She'll lose her chance. She'll always wonder. She may regret it. And yeah, all I could think was... You may lose your chance to share all the wonderful stories and creativity, imagination um, with others who would read them. So it's, I consider it your moral obligation to fertilize these seeds that have been planted inside of you. So if you're, one of the cost would be you're not able to share this with other people. Anyway, think about that. If you're at the stage where you are not dreaming yet, don't worry. It will come. Be patient. And then if you are at the stage where you're dreaming, but you would love to sort of talk about it more, then schedule a coaching session with me. You can reach me on Instagram at Coach Hope Cook or email me hope.cook at gmail.com. Thank y'all for listening. It was so much fun talking to you today. All right, if you are ready to make some major changes in your life, if you're at the point where you are sick and tired of feeling stuck and directionless and you really don't know what to do next or where to go, maybe it's time we had a little chat. So I have it set up on my website. You can schedule a free 30-minute discovery call and we'll sit down and decide if we're a good fit. Maybe you'd prefer group coaching, maybe you need one-on-one coaching, or maybe you just want to talk and and say hello. So go on over to my website. It's coachhopecook.com, that's H-O-P-E-C-O-O-K.com, and schedule the free discovery call. And I can't wait to talk to you. So see you next week, and hopefully I'll talk to some of you before that.